Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Medicare Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacobson. Today, we're talking with Lori Bergsma in Twin Falls, Idaho, about how she built her agency, Balanced Rock Insurance. She talks about bringing on her son into the business, how COVID changed the way that she works, and why automation is one of the keys to scaling her business. Here's a clip from today's conversation. We can send them to our website and say, uh, just go out to our website, click this link if you want to get the quote. And like you say, it depends on how tech savvy people are. Some people, it's easy for them. They'll do that really easily. Or like you say, send a link. But yeah, people are searching out there and they'll find somebody to call and see if they can get some help. That's just a tiny taste from today's fantastic show. The Medicare Agent Podcast is sponsored by Fair Street. Fair Street is a CRM for Medicare agents that helps them manage all of their clients in one place. You can collect prescriptions, quote and enroll, create custom intake forms, do call recording, and so much more. Go to thefairstreet.com to learn more. All right, let's get started with today's show. Hi, Lori. Thanks so much for being on with us on the podcast and to tell us the story of Balanced Rock Insurance. It's really nice to have you on. Thanks, Sarah. Glad to be here. Yes, us too. So to get started, it would be great to hear your story. Tell us the story of starting Balanced Rock and how you got into the Medicare insurance space to begin with. Well, Balanced Rock Insurance started about 26 years ago, and my son Jason joined three years ago. We do a lot of municipal business, but we also do benefits and offshoot from that. We get a lot of Medicare and individual And Medicare has grown a lot because once you tell one person, the next person tells their friends and pretty soon you have a lot of clients. Absolutely. And so taking us to the very beginning, 26 years ago, when you got into insurance, what was that story? Did you always know that you wanted to be in insurance? Oh, no. (laughs) Worked for another agency before that, but no, I don't think anybody ever goes to school thinking that they're going to get into insurance. I don't know that that is something people do, but it sure is a fun business. It's it's just about helping people. Once you do it, it kind of Absolutely. gets in your blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you become a real expert. When you got started in the very beginning, you were focused on group health insurance. Is that right? Yes. We had group and we had a little bit of individual, but Medicare has been um, an a nice business to be in as well. Absolutely. And so tell us the story of starting in group health insurance. And then at what point did you add on Medicare? And what was the what was the moment when you realized I should be offering Medicare in addition to group health insurance? Well, with the groups, a lot of times you have people aging off or they're asking about it or asking questions about the individual market or helping their family members. So it was just a natural thing to be able to service all of their insurance needs. And Medicare was just one of those things, which you really need to know what's going on with it. And people signing up, helping them sign up for it. They got to sign up for part A and part B. Then they hear all the commercials on TV and they start getting confused about what is out there and how much it costs them. And they get offered all kinds of free stuff on the phone and TV. So They really need a trusted advisor when it comes to their Medicare choices. Very, very true. One rumor that a lot of people, or one belief that a lot of people hold is that it's really hard to become a Medicare agent if you're a group health agent. Was that your experience? How difficult was it in practice to become licensed and certified for Medicare and then start serving Medicare clients? Um, I would say that there's some truth to that. 
uh, there is a lot of training that goes behind the Medicare world. Um, and it is somewhat tedious training um, for every market has their own training. So in order to service a lot of clients' needs, you need to train for each carrier. You need to test for each carrier, um, qualify. There's many hours of, of training that goes in every year besides that. Um, so there, it is, there's, it's quite extensive. And you do need to get permission. Now uh, the rules are changing. There's recording laws. You need to make sure there's disclaimers and what you say to people and documenting, you know, your files. So there's a lot to it. Right. And to your point, it's become increasingly complex, both in terms of the number of plans available, but also the CMS compliance requirements. Do you have any advice for anyone that's thinking of getting started in Medicare now about how to quickly get up to speed and maintain compliance? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess uh, you'd start training and many, many hours of training. If you have no insurance background, it may be quite difficult to grasp all of the language that they're using, but it's possible. And if you have a good mentor that maybe could help you and get into the Medicare world, it's a fun business to be in because people really appreciate the help. Absolutely. It's incredibly meaningful. Um, So let's come back to the story of Balanced Rock. So I know it's been a business that's existed for a long time. Medicare is a core part of it. Um, Can you tell us a bit more about how the Medicare part of the business grows and approximately how big is it relative to your other lines of insurance that you're doing? Well, it keeps growing every year um, and more and more referrals coming in. So it is a small portion of what we do, but it is an important part of it. And so uh, it it takes up a lot of time, you know, with not only with the training, but the compliance part of it. And so being automated has made all of the difference. And uh, things are changing in that world as well, as you know. Right. What are some of the pieces of automation that you have found to be most helpful? Or or rather, what are the processes that are most painful, if not automated? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, now we've got call recording. Um, We've got um, scope of appointments. You need, you know, to collect all of the drugs data, input their pharmacy. You need to know what doctor they're at. You need to know what zip code they're at. You need to know who their specialists they're seeing, if they're in network, out of network, and you need to know the difference of all the plans. And We used to use a spreadsheet and then have to pound all of that information in every year just to do a prescription drug plan. And being automated um, has made all of the difference this year. Uh, We got onto Fair Street. Yeah, Fair Street has made our life amazingly much easier. Uh, It's an amazing program that we use. Obviously, we can't use that. No, no, we can use it. Obviously, we're, we're, you know, it's always amazing to hear that. But I think more than anything, what surprises me when I talk to a lot of agents is how common that story is of running the business off of a spreadsheet, it being incredibly manual, spending all this time copying and pasting drugs into Medicare.gov and then updating the spreadsheet again, and just how much of a time sink that can become if you don't have a system, whether it be Fair Street or another CRM to solve that problem. 
Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. I mean, and you have to keep it and then you have to update it each year. And every year that the pharmacies are changing their formularies or the drug companies are changing, who's preferred pharmacies, who's not preferred pharmacies, what changing plans, changing premiums for the plans, and what drugs they cover. So it's, it's an amazing complex world when it gets into the Medicare prescription end of things and the, the medical end of things. Absolutely. Tell me more about bringing on Jason, your son, into the business. Why did you decide to work together three years ago? Yeah, well, when uh, Your Health Idaho came out, he started doing that business, and that's and along with individual insurance comes Medicare. So once they transition from the Your Health Idaho platform in Idaho is what we use, or the marketplace, um, transitioning into Medicare is just an easy easy transition for once the clients know you. And if you're running group business, um, they're coming off of that as well when they turn 65. And of course, they're asking us and asking Jason, what do I need to do? So, you know, sending them a link to sign up for Part B Medicare or answering their questions for them has been a big help. Jason's a huge help in the office. Wow, that's amazing. And I think a lot of people think about, you know, starting the business by yourself and eventually adding a second person, but a lot of people wonder how do you divide the work up in a way that makes sense and everyone can kind of have their own swim lanes. How do you and Jason divide the business? Because you're doing multiple lines of insurance, working with all sorts of different clients that are crossing over between under 65, over 65. So can you paint us a picture of who does what? Oh boy. He does all the individuals and I do most of Medicare, but he does most of the background work. So making sure things are updated and prepared. And uh, both of us have to be doing all the testing. So there's a lot of work both of us go into. And so we streamline things. The, his phone rings the same time my phone rings. Um, so we're both in the office at the same time. We have 24-7 backup answering service. Um, we're pretty automated and able to help people most 24 hours. A message will come in or a text will come in if somebody calls. So we've been able to be pretty um, automated, which helps a lot. And Jason's Jason's a right. great help. That's Andrew. amazing. It seems like y'all are really collaborative. Yeah, yeah. Jason, yes. Jason, they and what is it been? instead of me. <laughs> Sorry. That is funny. Um, what has it been like to work with your son? And I think, and I ask that because I see a lot of agents who will, you know, work with their sibling, you know, have like a mother-son duo. And what has that been like to cross over between family and business for you? It, it's pretty good. One of the things he gets asked sometimes, we, we go into a place and he'll say, yes, she's my mom. <laughs> Let me set this straight. She's not my wife or whatever, what our relationship is. Or um, most of the time they don't know, but sometimes they do. But um, like you say, getting into the insurance business is, is kind of a different animal in itself. Unless you know somebody or you kind of get drug into it, people don't aspire to be insurance agents. It's just not something that's on their radar. So, yeah, getting, getting somebody involved is a pretty fun process, and he really enjoys it. it it's so much different than what you think it is. Tell me more about in what ways is it different? Yeah, it's just helping people. Sorry about that. I was talking over you there, but helping people is what it's all about and helping them navigate through 
this crazy insurance scheme of choices that they have out there, especially with Medicare. And people are bombarding them with ads, phone calls, you know, friends are telling them what to do. And everybody has something different or a different need. You know, they're seeing different doctors, so different prescriptions. So it's pretty individualized when it comes down to the person's particular needs. And Jason Mm -hmm. knows what he's doing pretty well as well. That makes a ton of sense. Shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk about the subject of how COVID has changed the way that Medicare agents interact with their clients. Could you describe what a typical client interaction and enrollment looked like 2019 versus what it looks like now and how things have changed? Oh, it's changed immensely. Um, So I would say pre-COVID, we were more face-to-face with people. And, you know, we were able to have that interaction. After COVID, now it's more, hey, call them because they can help you. I deal a lot more with online links and online enrollment type situations. And I deal a lot with family members. So they're usually trying to help navigate with somebody else. Um, A lot of people don't see you as much. Um, So you just need to be able to work around that world and be able to navigate that. Um, I just had a phone call from somebody whose mother, she's Medicaid, well, she's eligible for Medicaid coming up here December 1st. So she's calling around to see what she needs to do for a prescription or they're just not sure what to do. And so they're needing somebody to help with that. So we, you know, I sent her the link so she can online do the scope of appointment so we can talk about the plans and put her in the system, be of help to her. And then you get a new client and they're happy and you get them what they need and get them signed up on, on something good. And you then you call them the next year. And some some of these people we don't even physically see anymore after COVID. Because if somebody's got a cold or they're not feeling well, and some people still aren't out and about like like the old days. Things have really changed, it sounds like. And you said something interesting, which is you're doing a lot more digitally using links, sending digital scopes of appointments. How have you found your clients are adapting to that more digital way of working? And I think, you know, people, there's probably a spectrum of how tech savvy clients are. What have you seen from your clients? Yeah, it's a balance. Some of them have uh, gotten used to it, especially if they have somebody to help them. And some of them are pretty techy. It's not bad. They fill out all the information, the younger ones. But uh, for the older crowd, it's been rough. It, it really is tough on them. Um, sometimes I think they'd rather just keep things the way they are, even if they're paying too much. Um, it's too much information for them. So sending them a code, you know, to keep it HIPAA compliant and filling out information. Uh, we're able to do that for them, some of it, but it is harder on uh, some of the older generation. And the more we can be of help to them, the better. Right. And I think it's so interesting, the spectrum of how tech savvy people can be. To your point, people turning 65 have worked on laptops, have owned a smartphone for 10 years. Sending a link is no problem, but someone who might be 85 or 90, I mean, certainly there's still people in that age group who are 
very comfortable, but you just see a wider variation in knowing as an agent, what do I need to do for each client? What are they going to be comfortable with? Should I meet this person in, in person or should I send them a digital link? How have you developed that intuition over time and how do you keep your own workflows straight and organized if you're doing things different ways for different clients? Well, it's nice. The automation has made a big difference. Um, with our Fair Street software, we can just put in there that it's done. We can make notes. We can update it. Um, I just go in there and mark it that I talk to them. We send them a, a link and let them know that it's open enrollment. So that automation makes a big difference for us because then we know we've at least spoke to them, mm-hmm. uh, that they're being serviced, that they, they know what's going on with their insurance. So it, it does help to at least be able to reach out to each one of them. I mean, we used to do it with a spreadsheet, but being able to just mark the notes on the same file and have all their drugs in one place, their Medicare ID number, and keep it secure has been uh, a blessing to us to be able to be able to navigate that for them. That's fantastic. Let's shift gears a little bit, and I'd love to hear from you how you think about growth in your business. And I know that your business grows primarily by referrals, and as people are aging out of the group health insurance side or individual, can you give us a sense of kind of how big those two, the people aging out and the referrals, how big are they relative to each other? And is there any other way that the Medicare business grows that I haven't listed? Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, I just think there is people, this especially during open enrollment, that are just searching for somebody to help them. Um, and the carriers that we have as well will send business to certified agents, so that help that that's also helpful. And I think uh, the carriers know who is knowledgeable and who can take care of them without confusing them make it simple. Um, So I think you're going to see it explode. Just the more you get, the more you get. So it's the more we can service them, the better. Tell me more about how you develop relationships with carriers, because carriers will often give leads to agents that they trust. How did you build a relationship with the carriers? And maybe if you could tell a story about how you got in relationship with them. Well, um, we do have some local uh, carriers here, and the one that just called, I, I'm sure, was probably some kind of searching online, um, and maybe they'll pull up an agent's name, or if, if the carrier, if they're searching uh, for somebody in the area, or they'll, ha- they'll just have them reach out to us. We don't pay for referrals because we have enough. I know some of them, they, you know, you can buy referral services and stuff like that. That isn't our niche. Mm-hmm. We're more a one-on-one, just helping people individually. So we're not out there doing the thousands of phone calls. We're not a call center. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that makes it that makes it a little uh, more, you know, I guess it's kind of like the pharmacies. You can have your local pharmacy or you can have the, the big box. So um, hopefully, hopefully we can set ourselves apart. (laughs) Absolutely. And I know, okay, so you mentioned that the carriers are searching for local agents to help refer people to, and that they just found your website, which is pretty amazing. So tell me about your website and what role your website plays in growing the business. 
Well, we can put links on our website as well. Um, and I don't know if we've tracked some of those, but they'll actually uh, quote and enroll with the carriers. That'll set us up as the agent, which we can send them to our website mm-hmm. and say, uh, just go out to our website, click this link if you want to get the quote. And like you say, it depends on how tech savvy people are. Some people, it's easy for them. They'll do that really easily. Or like you say, send a link. But yeah, people are searching out there and they'll find somebody to call and see if they can get some help. Wow. There's so much I want to dig into on that piece because I think there are very few agents who are allowing clients to shop directly from their website. So can you tell me, maybe about the last client that shopped through your website, did you have a conversation with them first? Did someone just come through completely on their own and enroll by themselves? How does that actually work? Um, Usually we send them to the website or grab the link off the website. I think uh, the, the website traffic probably will pick up as people get more savvy to what's going on. We've got some new links that I know we need to put out there. So I don't know how many of those actually will let them quote in a row because those are tied to our agency specific. So I think a lot of those have to be updated to, to have us actually be the agent because I know people will go out there too and shop the carrier, but that doesn't necessarily make you the agent. So that's valid right. point that we need to make sure that those are updated. Sure. And do you know, are you using Connecture or Sunfire as your personal URL for clients to shop and enroll through? Um, no, neither one of those. Oh, okay. Do you know what, what site are you using for that? Um, the shop and enroll, we have links from the carriers. So, Oh, I see. Okay. So you're sending the carrier's enrollment link directly to the client and correct. they're shopping there. Okay. Correct. Yes. So if there is, and probably once we get that all updated with the carriers in there, we, we, they can actually probably log in and shop those as well, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. And yes, we're excited. Absolutely. Yeah, and since we get everything log, loaded in, we're so excited to start using those to be able to load all of our carriers in there and be able to just shop and enroll right there. Um, because a lot of times we're just going in and quoting all plans and then backing back in. But we're excited to get it all working and can tell it's wonderful. Oh, it's, yeah, amazing. Amazing. That's really great to hear. And then coming back to your website, because it seems like, I mean, I've been on your website. It's extremely professional. People are finding it. How did you design your website? Did you do it yourself? Did you work with a designer? How did you create such a professional website? Um, yeah, we worked with a website designer who works strictly with insurance agents. So somebody that knows what they're doing. And I believe that they can even, you know, look at it on their phone. So hopefully it's, uh, there's moving parts on it. <laughs> it's not too boring. <laughs> and try to update it once in a while. So <laughs> it doesn't, so it's not stagnant. <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's a fantastic website. Do you remember the name of who or the company you worked with? I, I think they did a fantastic job and people might be curious to know who, who worked with you. Thank you. Uh, well, I worked with Gloria Webex. She does a great job. Okay. Gloria Webex. Hopefully she gets some business out of this. I bet she might. Uh, she's busy. <laughs> 
And I hope Fair That's Street amazing. gets some credit then, because Fair mm-hmm. Street is my yeah. one to go to as far as Medicare. Their uh, software is amazing, and it's a helpful tool for shopping, enrolling, keeping our contract straight. Oh, my goodness. Um, if we didn't have that, it's open right in my – there's a link open right in my computer right now. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so it's hopefully a home base for you to be able to keep things organized in one place. Sure. One last question for you is it's AEP. And you guys are really busy right now. Can you walk us through your AEP process? How do you stay sane during that this time and review all the plans that you need to get through? Oh, boy. That's just a one-on-one. You just call each one of them and go down the list. Um, with our software program through Fair Street, we, we can send them the AEP notification and we had a lot of people responding to that has your drugs changed update your drugs and so a lot of times if they're tech savvy that saves a lot of time off of AEP because they can write you know are you interested in seeing this they update their pharmacy their doctor their drugs um, and so that saves us a lot of time and then once we're there we could just quote and then once our carriers are hooked up in roll at the same time. So AP is still, it's a process we're working on <laughs> to make it better. So it's going to get better. And with software certainly saves a ton of time. I can't tell you how much time that saves. Amazing. And AEP is not yet over. So we'll have to check back in in a few weeks to to hear the final results. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I make some more phone calls. (laughs) And talk to people. But it is nice nice to visit and check mm -hmm. with them and see how they're doing and how their, you know, prescriptions and how their health is and just make that contact, that individual contact is, is invaluable to people, I think. Lastly, as you think about 2023, What are your hopes for next year on your business? Oh, boy. I hope all of my carriers are automated with quote and enroll. And so I can just go in there and my information is going to be updated and much easier than last year. Of course, we've had to input a lot of the drugs and the pharmacies and the doctors. And now that we have the Fair Street property, uh, Fair Street information in there, it's going to be a breeze. I can't wait till next year. It's going to make my life so much easier. I can't tell you how much easier it's going to be once that information is is gathered. People usually don't change, you know, their information. You know, they might change a few drugs or something like that, but they usually use the same pharmacy and the same doctors, and once it's there, I don't have to look for it, and their address and their, their contact information. So it's going to be really a great year next year. Um, after we get through this AEP. (laughs) Right, we just got to get through this year. Yes. Wonderful. Well, Lori, we will pause there because I really, we learned so much from you on this podcast. I so appreciate it and am excited to see how your process has really changed over this year and and just your story of starting Balanced Rock Insurance, bringing on Jason and the incredible impact that you're having in your community and serving clients across the spectrum from group health insurance under 65 all the way through Medicare. Truly, you know, you are the someone's agent for life, which is really incredible. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for, for, uh, 
creating a way for us to make life easier during the open enrollment for Medicare, too. <laughs> we appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Lori. Thanks, Sarah.